0: Very superstitious. It's a ding donger here Mr. Didgeridoo sweet Janine on the outside of it Mr. Didgeridoo put the big head in front and makes it three out of four brave from
1: well absolutely dominant from South Africa Damien Willemser named as the man of the match full-time at Trickerdam it's South Africa, 35, New Zealand, seven. Uh-huh. And as
0: the clock does wind down, Peter Goff will blow the whistle and
1: the Warriors will finish the 2023 NRL season inside the top four. Oh. Kia one and all. Welcome into the show. Monday morning, of sport welcome into Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. My name is Daniel McCarty, the uninvited guest. My pleasure to be <laughs> along for the ride with these absolute champions here on ECNZ9. My timing is perfect. As Ozzy Osborne would say, welcome aboard the crazy train. What a weekend of sport we have had. A wild one for sure that has spilled into Monday morning with talking points wherever you see. A sleepless weekend, but who needs it? Sleep's overrated. Sport coming at us from all directions. All Blacks, Liam Lawson, Warriors, sorry, Waz, Fiji, Tall Blacks, Lydia Coe, the mighty Wellington Lions, Liverpool, got to get those two in, right? Yeah, Absolutely. But the list could go on and on and on. The bold, the beautiful, the bonkers. We've had a little bit of everything this weekend, and this morning we will do our very best to relive it with you all. Fellas, Kempi, Izzy, let's have a roll call. Let's start down south. Izzy, present?
0: <laughs> I'm present, I'm present. It's great to be here, <laughs> great to be back. And you'll thank you so much for, for joining us this week, mate. And uh, good to be back to to rip in on the weekend sport. There was plenty happening, and... Uh, Plenty. I know you at home would love to have your say on and uh, the ups, the downs. That's what we get with sport. It's a topsy turvy affair, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll do our best to talk about it. But no, it's good to be back on the airways and, and with you, my friend Kimpy. How you doing, brother?
2: I'm all good, brother. Yep. I'm. Um, Jeez, uh, I'm. I'm got a little bit of spring in my step this morning, just like me old, old boy, the younger brother of just us. Why, have, why have you Mr. got Do got us? Oh. Got us paid again? <laughs> The big oh, grey and, Ke- and Captain K didn't know he was Ella bills Yep And Captain <laughs> K didn't know he was a grey So he's over the moon He's like We're watching it this morning He goes Is he grey I went Yeah man Let's just ask me his brother He's a tough bugger Just like him too Got the job done <laughs> For the boys i tell you what Is he me and Rick e? and Rick, Rick's gone. He's away this week.
0: Um oh, he's spending his money, mate.
2: Yeah, mate, his baby's his babies <laughs> in camp, and they're they're not eating Kentucky Fried Chicken this week because he took two <laughs> Maltese last week. Um, he told me how much he gets to spend on the weekend. He's got like a bit of a cut off like yourself. He's and he's and he's whacked the Maltese one was Kempy's kicker, and that came in for Mark and Alvin, and the other one was Mr. Didgeridoo, so he has pocket loads, Daniel. That's, that's what happens when you come on <laughs> breakfast. You get paid. And when <laughs> I'm not paid. on breakfast, you get paid.
0: <laughs> Is there a link somehow there? Is there a link somehow, Izzy? Yeah, there is, mate. I'm the anchor. I stop everything. And when I seen that the Kempe's kicker got up, I was like, oh, man, it's me and Mr. Didgeridoo. $4.20, Rick got of that. So, mate, Kempi, you, you must be the luckiest owner in NZ at the moment. Like, it, it is. You <laughs> know, like, a guy that a doesn't uh, – the guy that's got plenty.
2: You're taking plenty from them as well, mate. I'll hey? tell you, t- uh, it does – it does help when your horses win, and I've had plenty that don't win. So um, that run on that run on Saturday, like it was a big day. It was our our start of the spring carnivals, early spring um, racing at the Foxbridge Plate that was down in Waikato for Mark Ch- uh, Chittick, who had Waikato stud all over uh, Tarapa on Saturday. That was a great race, and and we're going to see some some horses win um, out of that later on this month down in the Hawke's Bay at the, at the carnival. Uh, but Mr. Didgery do getting up. Like now, uh, if you want a really good horse, I might even I might even think about parting ways with him. So if you got any any owners out there you want to put together oh, and and chuck, out. Chuck, chuck, Dan, <laughs> chuck Daniel and Izzy in there, give us a Look at you, give us a Daniel <What>, Kevins,
1: <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah I'm, uh, I'm Scottish at heart, mate. I'm too tight, mate. Tighter than a duck's ass. At the end of the day, if you're an anchor, I'm just dead weight. I'd like to know, Kimmy. What do you like? What do you like
2: when it's charging down the backs, right? You're ripping off your your sleeves. I, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible because he came around the court, and I'm sorry. Came, he came around the bend, all right, and I'm going. We're yeah. going. We're going, Lisa. So lovely ride from Lisa and uh, she goes to the inside and I'm going, no, it's sticky on the inside come on, get him out wide where the good ground is and he actually went backwards he went backwards, Daniel with about uh, 200 metres to go and I thought, ooh, okay, a bit of trouble and she gave him a little bit of a tickle and away he went again and he's just tough he's just tough so um, you take those ones I thought that on the inside I was thinking, oh, you hardly ever ever
0: see them fight back from the inside to win it but Mr. Didgeridoo fought back and just real gallant effort, mate. It was awesome, Kempy. Well done. Well done. Not the only well done. one on the weekend. Plenty to talk about over the weekend, Daniel. Winning and losing. There was a fair hmm. bit of it.
1: Fellas, what a weekend we have uh, just witnessed that. We we're still witnessing as it spilled over into Monday morning. Uh, don't look now. Speaking of Didgeridoo's, um, France have just put 41 points on Australia. 41 points to 17. France have beaten Australia in their final tune-up for a Rugby World Cup. You, you might might be aware, fellas, there's a Rugby World Cup a couple of weeks away, <laughs> which we'll have here on SNZ. And I don't know if you're paying attention, but France play the All Blacks next um, in the mm. first game. Um, fellas, mm. wow, <laughs> what do you say about that Saturday morning, is he?
0: Oh, uh, look, I don't know everyone will be concerned and, and be worried. And, you know, fair, we, we got demolished And it was always going to be tough when you lose A couple of players, ill-discipline You know, not adapting and adjusting to the referees Up in the north, they, they referee a different way And we've got to adjust really quick We're going to get this throughout the World Cup um, I think the most concerning thing for me, Kimpi, I know you're on the same page Is the line speed And the way that teams are really dominating the, the collision area Particularly on defence You know, like when Richie Moonga has having to step back in constantly and not being able to get that ball yeah. outside second five, you know it's going to be a tough night. And teams are going to do that to the All Blacks. So they've got to find a way. But how they're going to be able to do that, and I hate going back, but the Mount Smart game, they had a ball carry. They were getting over the advantage line. They were getting behind the game line every single time. They were playing quick. Their ruck ball, their clean outs was, was on point. It wasn't slow. It wasn't a mess. And that's when they're able to play quick. So a lot of onus has to come on to, to the players that are that are ball carrying. And, and there's been a lot of chat about the size. You know, South Africa, man, they look monsters. They are absolute behemoths at, at size. But they've always been like that. And they've always yeah. been a team that, that carries a lot of size. So the teams that I've been in that have been successful is throughout that week, you're just going to have to go to a dark place. You're going to have to put your mind and your, your head in a dark place to say, look, we're not going to match them size-wise, but we're going to have, to have to match them mentally. And I think that's where a big point comes from, Kempi, as well, the mental side of it. Mount Smart, so they have a good guy go- hiding, got embarrassed at home. So they were always going to be on edge this week. The All Blacks are on a different spectrum at the moment. they head into a World Cup. They just played a successful rugby championship. They're still trying to figure out. So I'm not saying it, but potentially the mindset wasn't there. And you weren't able to match it, so I saw I saw glimpses, but I'm not too distressed, lads. To be completely honest,
2: yeah. And for me, there's a couple of things there. One, we found out that Geordie uh, Barrett's not a flanker. Uh, we need we need fifteen men on the football mm. field. So the dark place he go to, like um. get your brother in a room and give him a pillow fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> and sort him out. Uh, you know because that was a a a sending off that he could have avoided. And against yes. South Africa, so that, that, the first thing is. Yes, the size, but please leave fifteen men on the football field. The second part, the second part of it, is we've known all this. We've known about the mm-hmm. speed of the defensive line, how it takes time off players. Richie Morgan's mm-hmm. going to have to step back, and they're going to stop the attacking flair of uh, the Kiwis, especially in those type of matches. Over eighty minutes, where they've got the size and the and the and the brutality to, to win that—that that was really the scary part. Like you're saying, going into those dark places. I'm saying every week, can they do it every mm. week? That's that's, that, the... that's the French, the the Irish, the South Africans, even before they get to a final, you know. So, um, and the other one for me, apart from the Northern refereeing, because we picked that up months ago and said that they have to adapt to that. But are they? Are they? given a little bit too much of an easy ride over there over the last three weeks, four weeks through the championship when really they've only beaten Aussie who got towed up by France this morning and Argentina. And yes, they beat South Africa at Mount Smart, which is a a fantastic win, but South Africa turned around and given them an absolute tonk. And I think it was a record score, Daniel, um, for the All Blacks. So Mm. it raises more questions than answers that game. But, But the big one... There's, there's, two for me. The, the speed of the line defence, like that was, that's been argued about for months. And the northern, the northern hemisphere referee, like he played a bigger game than any player on that pitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how, how do you yeah, beat and that and line like, speed, Daniel? Sorry, sorry, Dan, I'll jump in. Uh, the line speed is, is always a, a, big question mark. And for when I see that, we talk about it every week. We face it every week in Super Rugby. It's not the same, you know. Like I was talking to Kieran Reid yesterday about. The lineouts. Why aren't we having, you know, success uh, stopping the more defence? And he says, well, you know, it's different from stopping the blues to going and stopping South Africa. You know, like it's, it's a total different yeah. beast. That, you know, there's just so when much they different. Eight, there. They
1: got eighteen <laughs> forwards on the bench too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's always going to be a challenge, but um, like this is different. And for the line speed, when your team's coming up, coming up constantly, you're gonna have to put the ball to the foot. And you're going to have to kick well. And the All Blacks kicked poorly. At Mount Smart, they kicked really well. Aaron Smith, Bowden Barrett, they kicked across the field. They made a contest. Talia was getting up, disrupting. But this time, every time time they kicked, the team, it was poor, it was long, and it wasn't able to, to be able to get any success from it. So they can make adjustments and get there.
1: Well, you've kind of answered your own question in, in some way with uh, the kick chase game, which was really poor uh, by New mm. Zealand standards. And, and just and how you operate offset play uh, and, and trying to get on that front foot. You know, we lost five lineouts. Often trying to throw to the back, if you can it's risk reward mm. lineout time. You can go to the front, but but the attacking opportunities if you can win it at the back of the lineout, you just get on that front foot. You never allow that South African defence to settle like we saw at Go Media Stadium. Mount Smart, I, I think for the opening 20 minutes they were always backpedalling, weren't they? And uh, you, you don't want you, you don't want those man mountains running downhill at you, um, which they were were <laughs> able to over and over and over again. Speaking of Kieran Reid, he's joining the show a little bit later after eight o'clock. Just 127 Test matches, a couple of World Cup titles, you know, number as our uh, captain. He kind of knows what he's talking about. I Can't wait to welcome him in to the program as well. Freddie Luxit's going to join us. The wires are mm. humming along. Kempy seven in a row, and yet people are still quibbling <laughs> over how they're playing. At uh, this time of year, uh, does it matter how you're playing just as long as you're winning? I know we've got to get to simply the best, but I'd love to get your thoughts on that.
2: Now, it, well, it doesn't because they want to finish uh, in the top four, which is what they're doing. And they cemented that on uh, Friday night. So, I oh, look, I think they are scratchy mentally. They're f- fatigued a little bit. But if you have a look at what went on on the weekend, Daniel, we'll talk more about that. They're in yeah. this... They are in this scrap right up to the eyeballs, you know what I mean? Like mm. the players on the weekend, and we spoke about Heck this week, and Sammy, injury suspensions, they're gonna this week there's plenty of them. So how do they get to that first week of finals football? Look, well, I think that I think they're gonna get there okay, in decent shape. And that's what you want. Why would you not believe that they could go deep? Very deep. Possibly well, to the believe. last game
1: of I the believe.
0: I'm on that train, man. I've got my suitcase, <laughs> I've got my hat, my cheese cutter hat, and I've got my cigar, and I'm ready to <laughs> jump on board, mate. <laughs> Look, I'm Warriors team, Dad. Wait, you're in an team. ill-fitting
1: suit like MJ too? Like, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like you're being
0: MJ. Oh, i got my aviators on, I'm ready to go. But, mate, it's like the Warriors of the past, they would have dropped plenty of those games, and I take a lot of confidence out of that the resilience that they're showing, and the belief in the group. They make mistakes. Adam Fanua-Blake has dropped a couple of weeks now, easy drops, but they've fought their way back out of it. They've had defensive pressure on their own line with teams, yeah uh, in the past would have scored, and they've held them up, held them up. They held the St. George to six points. So, look, I take a lot of comments, man. I'm, I'm pumped for this playoff series. Bring it on. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Crikey, and how's this? I haven't even talked about the World Basketball Championships. Liam Lawson becoming the 10th New Zealander to uh, compete in Formula 1, finishing 13th at a pretty wild uh, Dutch Grand Prix. Fiji, love them, beating uh, England. Samoa uh, pushed <laughs> Ireland to the, to the brink. I think that's the, that, is that Samoa's first test match against a Tier 1 nation since the last World Cup. Good, good one, World Rugby, doing so much for, 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 for the Pacific teams, doing so much for them. Uh, awesome, awesome weekend. Um, simply the best time, is it not? As we approach eighteen minutes after six. The best. Come on, Tina. Give it to me, Tina. <laughs> I don't know. How do we do this? Do we go based on on, on the shows, name? Is he, and then Kempe? Reserve <laughs> an arm wrestle for you know. I need to. I need to be top billing for simply the best.
0: <laughs> uh, look, I'll start the. I'll start the show off, lads, and simply the best. Um, look, it's. I'm going go to go the weekend's game. NPC. I'm loving the NPC at the moment. I was at the game yesterday. Canterbury taking on Wellington. Wellington getting up with a team that's in storm Come week. Come on. And a lot of players that uh, are making names for themselves and they went down there and they did the unthinkable. They've done it twice now. They won the final last year, so they know what it takes to win in Canterbury. But for me, I'm going to have to go RTS up against my beloved Hawke's Bay Magpies. First time since 59 they were looking to win at Eden Park. They didn't get the job done. 15 all at halftime. They come out and RTS showed us glimpses of what could have been if he was given the chance with a bit of space and ball in hand in yeah. the outside
2: backs He's just fun to watch is he just
1: fun to watch when you give him some space
2: right? He's going to no, be, be fun to watch on that right edge for the Warriors next year when he plays centre and he shows that pace and that burst and that step going through. That's what happens, is he? When you give, when you give a guy who, who's used to running with a football, an opportunity to do that. Mm.
0: Yeah, I know, Kimpy. Don't. Yeah, you've been having stabs all year. I don't need another one from you, Tony.
2: <laughs> Good work, RTS. Looking forward <laughs> to him coming back to the Warriors. They win a grand final when he's there. So, um, but Daniel, you've hit the nail on the head for me. And thank you, World Rugby, for introducing the Pacific Nations back to the world because they are back.
0: But the time the is out. Fiji can't be beaten. Whatever
1: happens from here, and it's been turned over. And it's Caleb Muntz who fires it into touch. England's fortress is the temple of doom. But for Fiji, it is simply the greatest moment in their rugby history. Final score
2: at Twickenham, England 22, Fiji 30. And how about that? Do you think it's a national holiday up there today in Fiji? Because when they won the, the sevens world title, they gave national holiday. I don't think anyone goes to work for a week after that. And it just, it opens up the World Cup, doesn't it? Not only that for Fiji, but Samoa getting so close to Ireland. Mate, uh, right, I look at I'll look at those pools. I think we're going to see some semis and some quarters that might have some big names missing.
0: Yes, we will, Tony. Yes, we will. Uh, who's missing out? Australia or Wales?
2: I think both. Because Fiji are going through. I know. And England. What about if England don't even make the quarters? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's happened oh, before,
1: isn't it? Didn't, uh,
0: didn't, it didn't
2: has. they
1: fail to get out of the group at their own World Cup in 2015? Yeah. Jill oh,
0: Lancaster I, Andy, got the X.
1: Andy has set the bar very high here, fellas, on mm. the Temper and Bear post text machine on 8833. Double double Why waste your money on Viagra <laughs> when you can watch Fiji beat England? I've been furiously making love to myself all weekend watching the highlights of the game. Man, I hate England. And well done, Fiji. Thank you, Andy.
2: Thank you, Andy.
0: Oh, mate. <laughs> One of my good friends messaged me that yesterday. He said, mate, thank goodness for Fiji beating England. It takes a bit of the heat off, doesn't it? And I said, yes, it does. Uh, but we'll be touching. up. I love it, Dan. I'll Look, honestly, I, I think Brilliant. Fiji, Samoa, what we're seeing is a... Is, uh, An example of when they get backing and they get the eligibility rules changed, how much an influence they can have, man. So good to see. Well done, Fiji. Yeah, and I know in uh, top-level sport, winning
1: and losing can be everything for some people, but I'm sorry, they're just exciting to watch. They're just fun to watch. They're just fun to watch. (laughs) Brilliant stuff. (laughs) All right, so uh, do we do a choices flooring pole out of this? Uh, Is it Izzy's uh, pick? RTS had a great game, ran for nearly 200 metres, I understand, in that game, and... That solo try against um, the mighty Hawks Bay. The mighty <laughs> Hawks Bay. Got to get that. Or Kempe's, uh Fiji beating England. Get amongst it on the uh, choices flooring pole. We are Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. It is 22 minutes after six o'clock. Slap on the wrist. Got to get to a break. Back after this.